This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap and first order of the day, Miss Sen. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Cheaters Day. It's Cheaters Day. No, also. all of you are who, who, who are cheating on your partners but are celebrating Happy Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's the love. We are going to talk about Gurdas Man's Punjab, which has gone viral. Which is about Chota Bhagat Singh. Baby Bhagat, as I like to call yeah. him. Um, and uh, we are going to get an expert on Punjab to talk about yeah. it. Namely, our producer Kartik Najawan. Who has many strong opinions on yes. this? Um, we are also going to be talking about some um, very disturbing ads about beauty. Yes, about loose women and beauty and good women and beauty. Because Baba Ramdev knows both. And of course, we saw the BAFTAs and Grammys. Miss Sen watched Jolly LLB 2. Yes, I did. And enjoyed it. So all this and more coming up in this episode. Friday saw the release of Jolly LLB 2. The State versus Jolly LLB 2. That's Such what it's Such an called. ironic yeah. name for what's happened exactly. to the film. So, uh, Jolly LLB 2 is, as we discussed last week, it's the sequel to Jolly LLB. This one stars Akshay Kumar. And again, it's a look at the legal industry. But actually, when you watch the film, so I went to watch the film also because of the number of cases against it. For our listeners who um, may not be up to date with all the legal cases that Jolly LLB2 is uh, fighting, uh, not only did they have a lawyer complaining against the depiction of lawyers in the film, Bata filed a defamation case against them. Because there is a line in the film where they say, like basically one lawyer is telling Akshay Kumar, now this line when the subtitles were put they are fine with the line Asar but when the English subtitles were put in the trailer hmm. Bata was replaced with cheap shoes this is what Bata said in its uh, statement the brand Bata has been deliberately shown in an extremely bad taste and the dialogue was intended to convey that the brand Bata is adorned only by lower strata of society and one should feel humiliated if one wears Bata footwear. But the opening paragraph of their lawsuit that was filed, the petition, whatever it's called, was stated that Bata has annual sales to the tune of rupees 2,300 crores and sells shoes which cost up to 9,000 rupees. So to establish that they are not cheap. Shoes. They are overpriced shoes, therefore, because I have bought butter. It's not that great either. But now I just want to, before I get into the film, I just want to say I wrote an article in Mint Hmm. about this film and the lawsuits and this whole thing of censoring before you've even seen the film. Because this Hmm. was all based on the trailer, all the lawsuits which happened. So one lawyer got upset. Then they also asked for the word Lucknow to be removed. That's also offensive. That's also because it's insulting to Lucknow. Okay, so... So Lucknow was supposed to be removed and replaced with local ke ke sab bolte hai. Instead of Lucknow ke ke sab. All fine. Jolly LLB2 is on its way 
way to reach that uh, elite 100 crore club, making Akshay Kumar. I think Akshay Kumar is the Khan without a Khan yeah. to his name. You know, like he's got a string of hits. And uh, and tell me how you like okay, the film. Okay, so... I really like the film and I'm quite shocked that I really did. But it's very, it does remind me of Hira Firi and those kind of films. I think it's very impressive that he's taken this role because there's nothing remotely glamorous about it. And it is a small, you can make out it's a small budget film. It's very nicely made. It's one of the few films where I have seen a courtroom look like a courtroom. Mm. And there is a, so Saurabh Shukla plays the judge. Mm over here and a large part of the film is in the courtroom mm. this chap what's his name Akshay Kumar plays Jolly whose name is uh, Jagdishwar Mishra mm. and he wants to be a lawyer and he does something horrible to become to start his own chamber mm. which you should watch the film too because it's like the clincher but the case is not like if you watch the film it's not about the legal industry it's mm. about encounter killings and about how cops like encounter cops and how the state encourages them and turns a blind eye to the like for every 10 terrorists that they do shoot which they shouldn't be shooting because we have a legal industry yes. for this but for every 10 terrorists that they do shoot that there are five innocent people who also get shot it's collateral about damage so it's about an encounter cop and against uh, Jolly there's a lot of things are touched on they take you to Kashmir you see and it's very nicely shown because it's all in one one minute mm. you see the protests in Kashmir and you see people in Kashmiris very clearly uh, like protesting without arms and there are these army guys standing with their guns and the police are standing and they are trying to control these unarmed mm. protesters and you go into the cop station and the uh, cop tells Jolly that listen just get to your business whatever it is as you can see we have bigger things to deal with right, right now. so if you right. have no problem please leave it's better you leave so speaking of Kashmir the second part of let's talk about Kashmir mm. our uh, deep dive into the Kashmir conundrum is out it's behind a paywall which means that you need to subscribe to listen to it the 59th Grammy Awards took place on Monday morning our time yes that James Corden opening rap super fun even Adele's song, it yeah. opened with her song and yeah. she was excellent. James Corden was really good. I So I'm not a rap fan. So when these people were performing, I was hmm. like, okay, whatever. I could skim through it, of course. So you missed President Agent Orange? No. So I watched Buster Rhymes. Because, so I'd watch it for a while to see whether anything worthwhile was happening. But if it was just like Metallica and Lady Gaga's performance, I just skipped through because... It was so loud. And, and it was too noise. early. Yeah, it was like, dude, please. Yeah. But I have to say, I felt a little bit teary when um, Adele... No, oh. I don't care about <gasps> BGs at all. You and I can fight over that. Huh. But... Um, no, when Adele George was doing Michael. the George Michael yeah. tribute. So Little I thought theory, that was very cool also that that confidence also to say, okay, I'm mucking it up. And so she stops in between and she says, I'm really mucking it up. So she actually says... I Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then she says, I'm so sorry. <laughs> because it was telecast live abroad over here. <laughs> it wasn't. And uh, she did it again, the performance. And uh, she was excellent. I don't really get Beyonce's music as such. Hmm. So I'd like Lemonade because it was so obviously political. Hmm. But the music as such 
doesn't sound musical to me. They had some really good performances and uh, it was very cute. Neil Diamond and all sang an impromptu song and in between that, uh, Beyonce's daughter decided that she wanted to come and stand with them. So Why she not? suddenly came running up to them. So they included her in the song. And then they announced, so that was really cute also, James Corrin said. And now we are going to have uh, Bruno Mars perform and Beyonce's daughter looked beside herself with joy. <laughs> she looked at James Corden's face and then she stared at the stage like, oh my God, <laughs> Bruno Mars. It was very, so it was very cool. The other thing which I like about uh, Grammys, which I thought, of course, there were a lot of political statements. So Buster Rhymes said his... President Agent yeah, Orange. Yeah, he called yes. him President Agent Orange. Then uh, Jennifer Lopez came on right in the beginning hmm. and she gave a speech about how the music can't stop because that is the universal language and we have to stand up against this. Katy Perry wore a persist armband. Yeah. and But she's quite political. But it was really political, this one. And she had the constitution behind her hmm. uh, uh, on the screen. But I also felt when you watch it, you realize that these are such strong women. Forget everybody hmm. else. Because they are women who are successful absolutely in their own right. That's the other thing. The number of mothers in that yeah. room is starkly different from a uh, Bolly because we only have Bollywood. Yeah, no, but comparing um, to Bollywood and these are women who are like Jennifer Lopez has one of the best bodies I have seen on women across ages. She has two kids. Huh. Beyonce has kids. Like, you know, it's also that thing that they are mothers, they work. Adele said the same thing. She said, I didn't want to leave my child when mm -hmm. I was working on this album. So mm. the producer used to, he used to fly to England to meet her hmm. and she said I just want to say that he used to leave his kids to come because I would not want to leave my child so there's a certain element of fun to it I don't think anyone cares anymore about who's won which award yeah at one point of time who won the Grammys was a big deal I remember that you know there were friends of mine and I would get up at 6 30 in the morning and it mattered to us who's won yeah. the best album now it's like a show now you it's a show it. and you don't really also, pin that much hope on I any like award I like that Adele took apart her Grammy in contrast the BAFTAs is boring no, but it had Stephen Fry hosting. So immediately Lovely. it stops being boring for me when Stephen Fry is hosting. So, and he took lots of digs. Yes, he did. Donald Trump <laughs> and at Brexit. The show was, it starts with the, they had a Cirque du Soleil performance after which in from in between with Stephen Fry emerged as if he was part of the performance. And he thanked everyone and said, thank you for it. Holding me up. So what's nice about anything British, <laughs> I feel, is that they have a sense of Calcutta humor. Calcutta alert. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have a sense of humor about it. So oh, really, only the British only have a the sense British of humor. Only the British have a sense of humor about it. But it was a lot of fun. But here's the thing, right? BAFTAs is Britain's premier film yeah. and television award. And for a long time, it was largely irrelevant because British TV and certainly British film didn't hold a candle to Hollywood and even independent films in America. So they have only one section where they give an award to a British film. Like it's a separate no, section. No, this year you had Manchester by the no, Sea. No, but there's you a section which is for British, just in case it's not nominated in any other category. They have one award which is Best British Film or something it's called because who knows? 
those four trips they are nominated but what's happened in the last few years is that a british tv has had an amazing resurgence yeah. right with your downton abbeys and mm. sherlocks and all of these um this year there are actually a whole bunch of really good british films so it'll be interesting to see if the baftas actually ends up having an impact upon oscars um and movies like manchester by the sea lion which is harvey weinstein by the way did you see the la times ad yeah, that harvey weinstein excellent. so harvey weinstein took out an ad in the la times in which he used sunny pawar the absolutely adorable little munchkin from yeah. lion who's a non actor like this is his first film yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's even more impressive. Huh? No, I think I've come to the conclusion as far as Indian child actors are concerned, if they're non-actors, they will yeah. deliver a much better performance It's than the precocious cute, huh? uh, coquetry that you hear otherwise. But anyway, so we put up an ad, um, a full page, uh, almost full page ad in LA Times in which he essentially said that Trump's ban could make actors like this not be able yeah. to come to the country. So that was a that was a good publicity move, I have to say. So three very different ads caught our eye this week. I think we need to begin with Baba Ramdev just because, because it's an auspicious start that yeah, way. Yeah, it's Baba Ramdev and everything should begin with him. Ye hai saundarya aur ye inki behan aishwarya. Saundarya hain paramparaon ka palan karne wali. Wahi aishwarya hain bindas. Wanna be type girl. So I'm saying what I am while standing on one leg and <laughs> and doing the part of the surya namaskar so this is an ad for patanjali saundarya cream now actually their entire range of beauty products yeah. for women because yes. there appear to be three ranges so as you've got it this is about two sisters one is a good paramparik sang sanskari sanghi you were going with sanghi sanskari sanghi she's looking quite sanghi isn't it the other is like she's a bad girl because she uses chemicals chemicals on her face and uh, basically the ad tells you that if you keep using lakme and whatever else pawns and all that your skin will break out into horrible acne and you'll have to spend more money buying makeup than to cover your skin and so, ultimately all roads will lead you back to patanjali patanjali another ad and i do like this one contrary to the sondarya ashwarya one is the tata tea ad yeah so this is the jagte raho the same hmm. uh, cool of ads so i have no idea what any of this has to do with tea i'll be very honest but it's okay i think the tea is really the sidey part of the yeah. whole deal essentially what you see in the ad is a bunch of uh, people who are performing different levels of slumber and snoring and a woman stands in the middle of them and delivers what is essentially a spoken word performance satirizing people not waking up to the things that are happening around them till they happen they till wait they happen. for it to happen and then they start this whole thing of uh, not just armchair activism also that oh come on let's take out a candle uh, march and all but only like token gestures yeah. of resistance or outrage or any kind of protest doing it in a way that actually makes no difference that's essentially what the ad yeah. is attacking but in a way that is uh, clever and amusing despite being very dark in its it's uh, very humor. nicely done equally well performed and this one was truly heartwarming is this ad from denmark called all that we share and So I tried to look up who's made this and the weird part is while it's gone viral and Huffington Post mashable everyone's written about it nobody has mentioned who made the damn thing and this is when you realize that the 
the public service broadcasters, this is where they get a raw deal. There is a human being and a team yeah. that was behind this ad. And uh, essentially, we've had so much of conversation about divisiveness and who are outsiders and who are uh, natural born citizens mm. of a place. This ad kind of tries to break out of those conversations. We who are bisexual. And we who acknowledge the courage of others. We who have found the meaning of life. And we who have saved lives. And then there's all of us who just love Denmark. Last week, we had promised you that Jerry Pinto, celebrated author and journalist, would join us on the podcast. Now, we felt reasonably confident of Although making this claim. I did say even last time, I have very low faith in him. We, like I said, we were very confident of this because both of us have known him for many years. And he's very punctual. He's usually. very punctual. He's... Um, I actually don't know if Jerry's fond of me, but he's fond of you he's at very least. He's fond of me. Thing is that the thing Jerry is that for the last foreign. one hour, uh, Sri and I have been staring at our Skype. We have been staring at our Skype because Mr. Pinto is in the abroad. In the abroad and it was going to be 12.30 a.m. his time when he was to do this. And uh, he seems to have decided to sleep instead, which is fine. So Murder in Mahim, Jerry's new book, is... Uh, not what it says. It is not murder in Mahim. It is murder in Matunga station. Can I just... I really wish he was here for me to ask him why he has done this to Matunga people. Murder in Mahim is a murder mystery that is solved, obviously, by... Oh, Thank I God. Mean, that's Thank not God. a spoiler. Imagine if we reach the end and it's like, oh, we still don't know who killed. Yes. So it's solved by a, a retired journalist named Peter Fernandez, who may even be Peter D'Souza, yeah. because speaking tiger cannot decide which is his real name. Very bad behavior, by the way, speaking tiger. You have also got typos across the book, which is not cool. Yes, but anyway, lots of typos. So uh, retired journalist Peter Fernandez teams uh, is like apparently the sidekick to Inspector Shivzinde. And uh, yeah. I, actually he ends up being the one who does most of the cracking of the case, as it were. Uh, the case is that a body is found in Matunga Station's men's loo. Yeah, what I liked is that uh, the characters who are there, you really do not, at least I didn't guess, who'd committed the murder. Murders, because there are a bunch of murders which happen. Yeah, the, the corpses start dropping yeah. pretty soon. Pretty quickly. So it's, it's very, if you like murder mysteries, you should read it because... He does keep you guessing about what, uh, who has committed He's these murders. He's got all the classic tropes of a good crime fiction, right? There's the twists in the tale. There's the unexpected revelations. There is the cop who's a little gruff. There's the sidekick who turns out to be the, you know, the star by the yeah. end of it all. And a lot of the f book, more than the crime fiction side of it, a lot of it I do think is kind of... Jerry's manifesto for the openness of Bombay as a city, trying to grapple with homophobia and still trying to maintain that there is space. Yeah, so I had asked him whether the uh, like the murders that are related in this uh, book or even one of the murders was from a true life incident which he then has spun off on. So he said that it wasn't. There are certain, some of the murders are similar to what was in the papers but it's from the dark recesses of his mind. But it was a commentary on how because his gay rights activist friends have told him how 
section 377 which is against unnatural sex right that yeah. section 377 is used against them by cops and has been used for blackmail and so on which is why much fewer crimes are they go and they report it to the police because it's actually turned back on them uh, the point is that it's used to scare and it is a very effective tool uh, in terms of intimidation yeah and you see different characters in murder in mahim from peter fernandez slash de souza um to his wife to the inspector have a sort of dance around and figure out their stance so far as homosexuality yeah. is concerned and each person has a different one like shiv zende he doesn't actually care yeah he really is like He's absolutely neutral it's like okay some men want to have sex with other men and it's frankly of no none of my business yeah um on the other hand there are other cops that we see who are um who react much more negatively who have a far more prejudiced point of view you know i was thinking when i was reaching the end of the book and about uh, four chapters into it i figured out who was going to be the killer because hmm. you know by then it's a bit like uh, one after the yeah. other they fall right and i was thinking this is just the kind of book that i would have wanted in back in those days when you did rajdhani train journeys hmm. where you'd buy a book at the wheeler stall and you'd have to finish it before you reach the next morning and you sort of you know tear your way through it it has characters who are familiar it has clichés that are familiar tropes that are familiar uh, and terrain that you kind of don't really know and yet it is familiar because you know those spots and you know those places from a completely different yeah. point of view gurdas man has been a fixture in the punjabi pop scene for a good 20 30 years yeah, almost yeah, yeah. right but i want you to hear a little bit of his new single punjab hmm pagtya tusi utthe kive tusi ethe vi waqt har jagah hunda hai par tu das ethe har roz swere swere ki karna hona jive pehlwan apne akhade vich apna abhyas karde ne te vakeel apni wakalat di padhai bas usi tarah punjab for those of you who have not seen it is uh, is gurdas man taking on the sad and sorry and decadent state of the punjab today and who does he have for company he has a baby bhagat singh right a little one Thank who you apparently for specifying baby bhagat singh yes yes baby bhagat singh who apparently even as a possibly 5 or 6 year old boy would get up in the morning and practice being hanged as she noticed that why is this little boy wearing an adult turban he yeah. should be wearing a little patka yeah and this talented baby bhagat singh meets the utterly talented gurdas man who is time himself yeah and so time apparently can fly so he lifts like one superman. leg 
Yeah. He lifts one leg and they shoot up into the sky and land up in 2017 Punjab where women take selfies and drink and shocking stuff like that. But okay, instead of us two Bengalis going on about this, I want to bring Kartik into this conversation. So Gurdasman is probably the only singer like you know when my father was a kid who was going to school he was like fan of his and then I'm like going to school so grown up like and all. So that means like 50 years. Yeah. easily not 50 but 40 or something like it right so now gurdasman coming up with this sort of song and the best part is every singer in punjabi in music industry like starting from dilbeez hosanj and everybody just sharing it on facebook twitter like saying what a song what a song but nobody is realizing the problems with it right you see now 6 year old chhota bhagat singh like you know wakes baby up bhagat. baby, baby bhagat. bhagat wakes up every morning ties a turban goes to the fields and practice hanging are you like kidding me but it's such a ridiculous proposition that is there there is another child in mm. this video yeah, right yeah, yeah. there is so there's baby bhagat mm. and there is a another, modern kid who is yeah. about the same who age who doesn't have a turban though by the way that, because yeah. he's not a good punjabi yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. he is also very rotund and only eating junk food yes because this is 2017 punjab when they're eating kfc i'm surprised kfc has not complained you know yeah. anyway so they're only eating kfc and he pops these pills he also reaches yeah. towards a glass of whiskey suddenly yeah so i have a theory on the pills now that yes. is not that it's not pills for because the panjana said that it's pills for which is a logical thing i figured thing. that he was depression or something but no going by the amount this child is eating they are Jelucin. pills for yeah they are digene or gelusin like that so he's having four five also his mother uh, routinely <laughs> blow smoke in his face in this basically it is the most not that i expect gurdasman to be very progressive but, no, but it's the, the most thing. regressive way of showing how someone can be uh, not sanskari fallen tell me what are the problems with whatever they are showing just tell me okay so i'll quote out quote from this piece written Karthik by arish chabra <laughs> arish chabra uh, he writes for hindustan times so he wrote uh, bhagat singh took a rope out to the fields early in the morning to practice his own hanging shahid e azam knew his own future but not punjab's man helps him along yeah so also it's a, there's this one point at which baby bhagat is very distraught at the sight yeah. of modern day punjab and he thinks of removing the word shahid yeah and gurdasman brings it yeah, back slowly yeah and gurdasman brings it back Now I just have one tiny detail here. If Bhagat Singh had not been hanged by the British, there was a brilliant mind there who could have done constructive things for the country. Killing him was a bad thing. Yeah. Are you saying that the British should have killed everybody? What are you saying, Gurdas Man? And, 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 and if you notice, before he flies him away, he tells him like, "Promise me that you won't change your decision." Come on, it's like, not your decision. Yeah, he wasn't hanging he was, himself. Yeah. One of the guy tells me like, you know, it's creative dramatization. And and what is the exactly the problem? Like women smoking is the problem. Women drinking is the problem. And and suddenly. when gurdasman says like you know he shows that women drinking is a problem right but he forgets his own song like some 20 years ago kardi sharab hove don't be like i mean why are you bringing up the past this is nahin, what people about? let Sorry. the past go please <laughs> no <laughs> you can't say let the past go in a film where he is the past and the present yeah. and the future thank you very much 
So this sudden burst of conscience, I think, has a lot to do with really the Uttar Punjab phenomenon. Mm. Everyone knew that Punjab has a drug problem. Yeah. Okay. Everyone yeah. knew that there was an alcohol problem, but it yeah. hadn't somehow become public conversation, like popular mm. conversation, until Uttar Punjab happened. Yeah. And Uttar Punjab made it suddenly very cool to talk about these things. Mm. And I think people like Gurdasman are just sort of getting on that bandwagon. But like you said, what's really worrying is that this stuff doesn't actually tackle or actually have yeah. a proper conversation about addiction, about alcoholism, about depression, none of these things. It's and we've seen music do that. We've seen music in the West particularly do so. How have your friends reacted to it? Do they like the song? Do they think it's good? Yeah. They love it. They love it. They and think that they've been this abusing me, like sending me personal messages, like, "What are you talking?" Delhi about? has destroyed you. Delhi Kartik. has destroyed me. Like you've gone, they spoiled you. Come back, <laughs> <laughs> like come back to our culture. Which culture? Okay, it's time for questions and answers because we are right down to the end of this week's awful and awesome entertainment wrap. Now. Here's the thing. Last week, we asked a question which I thought a lot of people would know, which is, who is M and what is her name in M in the Big Home? A lot of people just gave an incomplete answer. Meaning? They just said M is the mother. M for mother, they thought. I Maybe they did. <laughs> now, the thing is, I specifically wanted the name here. So, all of you who just said mother, um, well done. Happy Matra Pitra Divas. A for effort. Now, so ultimately, in spite of getting a lot of answers, we actually have only four winners. But give the answer. Imelda Mendes. No, that's what. For huh. the four oh, achha. I thought you were j- no, doubting no, no, my no, knowledge no, of M and the Big Home. No, no. For yes, the M, M, in Imelda, M is Imelda Mendes, who is the mother, indeed, in M and the Big Home, which is by far one of the most brilliant books you will ever read. So please read it if you haven't. And if you have, reread it. It really does hold up. Winners of this were Yogeshwar, Prachit, Palash and Pranay. Wow, it was almost All, four yeah. Ps. Yeah, okay, thank you guys for writing in. And for this week, since um, since Kartik had so much to say on Gurdasman, I thought we should have our question on Gurdasman hmm. as well. Now, here's the thing. Do you know Manjit Man? Now I do, thanks to Kartik. Manjit Man happens to be Gurdasman's wife. This is not the complicated part. What you need to tell us is how many times has Gurdas Man been married and why has he been married the number of times that he has. Send us your answers by email to contact at newslaundry.com. You can tweet the answers to us at Newslaundry or to Rajashree and me on our personal handles. We look at all your comments and we are extremely grateful that you are listening and writing in so please do that all right miss sen that's all we have for this week so thank you thank you miss power happy valentine's day yes may love always stay alive it's a wrap all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.